I'm Jimmy Murray, and this is the History Fact of the Day. Today's history lesson is on the Daughters of Liberty. The Daughters of Liberty displayed their loyalty by supporting the non-importation of British goods during the American Revolution. They refused to drink British tea and used their skills to weave yarn and wool into cloth which made America less dependent on British textiles. The most zealous daughters refused to receive gentlemen callers who were not sympathetic to the Patriot cause. That means they did not date British men. The Revolutionary War brought women into many new causes. Although women's organizations had begun to appear in the late 1600s, it was not until the mid-1700s that these organizations involved politics. The Daughters of Liberty proved that women's involvement in politics could be beneficial to the country. They were relevant in the shaping of our American history. During wartime, women have historically been called upon to show their patriotism by scrimping and saving. In many cases, as in the Revolutionary War, food and resources were very scarce because the colonies were still largely an agrarian economy and most men who worked in the fields were away fighting. The Daughters of Liberty consisted of women who displayed their patriotism by participating in boycotts of British goods following the passage of the Townshend Acts. Since women often purchased consumer goods for the home, they became instrumental in upholding the boycott and ensured that women did not purchase British goods, particularly tea. In support of the non-importation movements of 1765 and 1769, the daughters used their traditional skills to weave yarn and wool into homemade cloth they called homespun, which made America less dependent on British textiles. Mass spinning bees were organized in various colonial cities, and the daughters advanced that cause most effectively. In January 1770, 538 Boston women signed an agreement vowing not to drink tea as long as it was taxed, proving their commitment to the cause of liberty and industry they openly opposed the Tea Act of 1773 and experimented to find substitutes for tea. Discoveries like boiled basil leaves to make a tea-like drink helped lift spirits. In 1774, these women helped influence a decision made by Continental Congress to boycott all British goods, which was due in large part to the Daughters of Liberty, who were determined to reach demands for homemade clothing. Although it is not often recognized, the organizations formed by women were also influential during the war. It turns out that clothing and other materials were needed to clothe Patriot soldiers so women got together to spin and sew uniforms. When malicious appealed to the public for uniforms and food, homespun garments and farm crops came from patriotic women. Women also stepped forth to fill holes left by fighting Continental soldiers and performed tasks formerly reserved for their husbands such as farming and running a business. Many men would have returned to bankruptcy after the war had it not been for the efforts of their spouses. These newly independent women also had to stand up for themselves and their families when confronted by British soldiers. After the men went off to fight in the war, American women, children, and the elderly were frequently faced with the occupation of their homes, churches, and government buildings by British soldiers. With all the war, violence, and fighting between the French, English, Americans, and Native Americans in the past, colonial women had learned some sort of self-defense. They knew how to threaten force and defend themselves properly. Guns were owned by few, so women grew accustomed to using axes, knives, gardening, and household tools for protection. Sarah Bradley Fulton has been called the mother of the Boston Tea Party because she helped a group of Boston citizens disguise themselves as Mohawk Indians before the Boston Tea Party. Her brother, Nathaniel Bradley, who was not in the Daughters of Liberty because he was a dude, was a patriot and many meetings were held in his home. 
Finally, the youngest of women also fought in the war, wrote pieces for the local newspapers about the war, held scrap drives, and even made cartridges for guns. Sybil Ludington, the 16-year-old daughter of a Patriot general, commanded a Patriot militia unit and rode over 40 miles in the dark of the night to wake the Minutemen. When I was 16, all I did was watch Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob SquarePants, so even. We are we are about the same person, me and Sybil Ludington. I'm Jimmy Murray. Thanks for listening to History Facts on the Kid Friendly Network. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Executive producer Chris Kremitzos.